Hi, this is Kevin, and I'm here to help. Have you ever heard somebody get up and confidently say, this is what this passage means? This is what God was trying to tell us. And you stop and you think about it and go, huh, I don't think that's exactly what it means. Got in my car this morning, had it warmed up for me on the ride to work. And the Christian radio station was on and I heard a feller getting up and going off for a few minutes about why Cain's offering was rejected. And I got to thinking, you know, I don't remember it being that way in the Bible. Far too many topical sermons, motivational speeches, doctrinal statements, church bylaws, Bible college classes, even Christian movements have been influenced by taking Scripture just a little too far. And we've got to be so careful in what we believe and what we hold as 100% true and how we interpret Scripture and how we build our belief system and how we have our statements of faith and stop and make sure that what we believe is founded in Scripture. It is so easy to read a passage of Scripture and proclaim and stand and demand that this is true. And if we're not careful, if we're not serious, if we're not slow, we can make stuff up. I just got a thought going through my head. And as we look at the Bible and we look at what we really believe and how we interpret the Word of God, We've got to make sure that we're so careful about how we view his word. We've got to make sure that we allow scripture to be scripture. I remember the humbling time when I came to the point when I realized that, you know, the Bible is the authority, not me. I remember so many sermons I would get up and teach and preach with bold confidence. And then weeks or months or years later, actually studying it out or reading back through some notes and going, oops, I have saved on my computer sermons and Bible studies and Sunday school lessons that I've written over the years. And when I look back in my earlier years of ministry... I'm like, did I actually say that? 
Did I actually preach and teach that? Ooh, that's not even close. We've got to understand scripture is scripture. And I'm not the authority. Another thing I want to give you encouragement about is don't interpret the Bible beyond what it actually says. Don't go beyond what is clear and concise and obvious in Scripture. We as preachers and teachers, if we're not careful, (laughs) we will take far too much poetic license in our interpretation of the Bible. But what does it say? And make sure we don't go beyond what it actually says. I wrote this little note down. Just because I believe it doesn't mean that that's enough to prove it to be in sound doctrine. Just because I say I believe is not enough. Learn your Bible. Learn from sound biblical teachers. Be very careful about who you allow to influence you and make sure what they teach and preach is Bible. I've come up with a little disclaimer when I'm teaching and I come to the border of what I know the Bible says and what I think it means. And I give a disclaimer and I say, now we're going to pass from doctrine to Kevinology. And I'll give my opinions, but I'll make sure that people know this is just my opinion. And there's a really good chance that I'm wrong. But we're going to work on it, and we're going to keep studying it, and we may find out someday that it's true. And I may find out someday that it's completely false. But learn your Bible. Study. Be open. I made a little chart, a little bullseye chart, about what I believe and how I believe. In the very center of that bullseye chart, I can honestly say these are the core beliefs. These are things that I can say I'm very confident about what I believe. I believe that Jesus is real. I believe that he died sacrificially for me. I believe that he was the foretold Lamb of God from Genesis 3 all the way through the Word of God. I believe that. I'm very confident that when I put my faith in him, I am very confident that I was given eternal life. That's something I can be very confident. Then the next circle out is things I'm pretty sure about. Now these things that are are subjects and doctrines and beliefs that I can pretty confidently prove in Scripture. So I'm pretty sure this is what the Bible is, is teaching. But then I have a third circle. And that third circle is, it makes sense. It fits into the pattern of the Bible. It fits. It just makes sense. Can I prove it 100%? No. Can I prove it 90%? No. 85? Getting closer. But it makes sense. And then there's the outer circle. And this is where I feel so embarrassed to admit, but these are the things that I have no clue. I have no idea. 
And you know what? That's okay. I'm still working on it. I think it means this. It might mean that. It might mean another thing. But I'm still working on it. I was sitting at breakfast with a couple pastor friends of mine last week. And we were talking about biblical things. And the fellow across the table is extremely smart. And he was touting on about words that I had never heard before. Sitting next to me was my pastor. And he was saying words that I had never heard of either. And I sat in my simplistic little manner and I'm like, huh, must be nice to be smart. <laughs> As I was driving to work this morning, the wind was blowing. Trucks were weaving in and out of, of the lane. But I was sitting in my little red Chrysler car, nice low to the ground, and I thought, you know, I'm not getting blown about half as much as that tractor is. When we look at our belief system and our faith and what we're truly holding on to as true doctrine, we need to be like my little red car and keep a low profile. When we stand up and we we propagate and we advertise that I know 100% and I believe confidently that this is what God's word says. I had to say that like that because, you know, that's what all the really smart men of God do. They, rah, you know. If we're not careful, we'll have to come back and retract that whole sermon series that we preached for six months. Keep a low profile in what you really believe. And make your own little bullseye. These are things I know very confidently that are true. And I'm pretty sure about these things. Well, those things kind of make sense. And I have no idea. Keep a low profile. I think that's why the Apostle Paul admonishes us to not be blown about by every wind of doctrine. Because it's so easy, you turn on podcasts and internet radio and YouTube channels and you can find so many different directions on what people confidently tout as doctrine. But it's not. I'm not giving license to be ignorant in what we believe. But what I am saying is, be realistic. Learn. Interpret scripture properly. And let God's word speak for itself. We have enough of those internet preachers to tell us what what they believe that all those things mean. Hey, Billy Bob. What are the toes on the on the image of Nebuchadnezzar are? What what are they? Well, I believe they were toes. And I'm probably safe and confident to assume there were probably ten of them. After that, I'm open for interpretation. <laughs> Let's have a great day. Read your Bible. I was snuggling in Matthew chapter 6 this morning. Learn something today. Be confident. 
grow your beliefs, but make sure it's founded in scripture and not just simply Kevinology. If you like the podcast, please rate it, share it, let folks know about it. If you have a question or concern or prayer request, you can get a hold of me at here to help ministry at gmail.com and let us know. Let us know if you like the podcast. Let us know if we can help in any way. But be confident. Grow. Search the scriptures. And allow the, the Bible to be what it needs to be in your life. The scripture. Have a great day. I love you. And I pray this helps.